from Swords to Plowshares, we catch up with Thorfinn as we cover Season 2 of Vinland Saga this week on Shonen and Suds. Uh, it's fucking long enough, didn't it? Jesus! Oh, guys, if only you knew how many takes Chris took on recording that intro. Brother, um, brother, we, we goofed we goofed hard on that one. But uh, you know what? We are back. That's what matters. <laughs> we are back in the saddle for some shonen, for some suds. Oh, we're, we're covering some good stuff here. We're covering Farming Simulator, the anime. Yeah, no kidding, Chris. And, you know, not, not to... Not to shift gears here, Chris, but did you just refer to a magic card in the intro, by the way? You know, I've been... I've been I did, well, brother, I've been picking commander uh, lists all night, okay? <laughs> all right, and well, you're going to bring up swords, <laughs> swords the plowshares? I'm like, I know that card. That's <laughs> Technically, technically, it's a biblical reference. Technically. Uh, well, Chris, none of the magic nerds I know know that, so... Um... That is very true, so it's a... Uh... <laughs> So a million pardons. Yeah, yeah, we are back. That's all right. To talk about Vinland Saga, the first twelve episodes of season two. So if you guys have not seen those, here's your uh, chance to pause the cast and come back once you get done. Um, but yeah, it's 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 uh, it's definitely a change of gears, change of pace. Um, uh-huh. You know, a lot less killing, a lot more chopping trees. Um, mm-hmm. A lot more storytelling as well. True. They, they really slow things down and kind of flesh out kind of what's going on in the world and yeah they, they definitely do and it's uh i'm actually i i loved it i love the slowdown moment especially especially after last season and just when we start talking about like what it really means for you know our characters it makes absolute sense um but cody not as much sense as us being back for a new episode of shonen and suds of course as always i'm your host chris adams and i'm cody snodgrass and again, welcome, welcome to Shonen and Sud. So if you haven't watched the first 12 episodes of Season 2 of Vinland Saga, well, this is where you get off and hightail it right on back to Greenland, um, because spoilers <laughs> ahead. Yeah, definitely spoilers ahead. Um, but Chris, before we get into into Vinland Saga, we do got a little bit of news. Um, yeah! Obviously the thing we're planning on both seeing... I think you're going this week, mm-hmm. and I'm going next week. And yes, of course, we're talking about the boy and the heron, the new film from Hayao Miyazaki and Studio Ghibli. Um, it premiered at number one in uh, in U.S. theaters, of course. And uh, yeah, man, I'm just excited to see it. I'm not clicking on any of these articles, so I don't know all the full details of how much you know how much it's raked in so far. Um, just because yes. we're you know we're trying to do I don't it. Want to know anything about it? Yeah, we're trying to do it the way that. Uh, Miyazaki was well, God intended. Yeah, well, I mean, he wanted it just to be the promotional photo. So, like, even when I see trailers, I'm like, I bet he didn't approve on that. I, like, I bet he didn't That's want right. that to happen. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, I got I got tickets for the uh, Tuesday showing at eight o'clock. That's when I'll be uh, I'll be going to Hell check yeah. that out. I'm clocking out of work and I'm driving straight to the theater. It'll be great. Um, Hell yeah, I'm getting I'm going to get a fresh clip on a. Uh... You know the fresh holiday clip here on Friday, so I think I'm just once I get a once I get a once I get my fresh dew, I'm gonna go hop on into the old theater oh, and man. watch some boy in the hair on. Now, Chris, speaking of haircuts, I gotta ask you. So we got uh-huh. some old heads that work in our sports department. My boy Dave back uh-huh. there. I walked mm-hmm. past him. And he goes, "Do you get? Did you get your ears lowered?" Do you know what that oh means? Oh my god! Yeah, I, I've never yes, heard, I do. Unfortunately, Chris, Chris, I had never heard that. 
in my life. And I was Jesus. like, I was like, Dave, I have no idea what we're even talking about. It. <laughs> what did you say to me? He's like, oh, it's, it means did you get go get your hair cut? I was like, oh, no, I did not. My hair did not get cut. I was like, he's he, 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 Jesus. He's an old boy, but he's 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 good. He Clearly, is, he, he is good people. He teaches me some he's new. He's just a good some, old boy. Yeah, he teaches me some new old slogan every every couple. Oh of weeks. my god. Yes, I am quite familiar with the expression. Did you get your ears lowered, yeah, I, uh, I, dude? I man, now I'm now I'm saying it like left and right now. So Ugh, I've added brutal. that to my repertoire of old people talk. So, um. oh man, well, welcome, welcome <laughs> to the uh, welcome to the geriatric ward. So, <laughs> exactly. Oh my yes. god, um, Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely. We're both gonna go see the boy and the heron. Um, might mm-hmm. end up being. What we cover next, or we might do Venom yes. Saga season two. The thing is, when we go see it in theaters, is the longer we wait, the more we're gonna forget. So it's kind of like we might throw that yes. throw that in next week, and then do Vinland Saga the following week. We'll just kind of play it by ear. Um, obviously, you guys will know from the episode title what we're what we're covering. We'll give you plenty of spoilers mm-hmm. ahead if it is, of course, if it is the boy and the heron. Um, yeah, that's that's what we're planning to see. Um, and then, Chris, we got some some good anime news. So we got My Hero Academia. Some some spring releases yeah. are on the on the horizon. We got My Hero coming back for season seven. Um, and then not only that, Chris, we also got Demon Slayer. Uh, the Hashira training arc is premiering in spring of 2024. Also, yeah, yeah, uh, I hear they're doing a. They're, they're going to get you with the theatrical release again, where you see the last couple episodes of that season, and then you go right into the new season. Yeah, not over my dead body, Chris. Will I go see that shit again? Um, look, I, I like Demon Slayer. I know I, I went off on it the last season, um, but their theatrical mm-hmm. releases are bullshit. Okay? You get 40 minutes of content, and then every intro and outro you've ever seen, ever, times 10. Perfect. So, not even worth the popcorn. Exactly what you're looking for, right? <laughs> yeah, maybe if it was like... If I only had to pay for the popcorn and my drink, then maybe. But last one was like 15 bucks, and it was not worth it, I will say that. There was no skip intro, skip outro button, and I really wanted to skip the outro after it played no. for the third straight time. <laughs> so... um. Oops. But yeah, definitely going to pass on seeing that, but definitely excited for My Hero Season 7 and, you know, Demon Slayer. Uh, obviously, last season uh, wasn't my favorite, but, you know, I'm excited to see how they mm-hmm. how they uh, you know keep this keep this train moving. Yeah, they'll, they'll, they'll turn the ship around, for sure. I hope so, man. I hope no, so. absolutely. Hopefully it's not all just breaking absolutely. rules and bullshit, but we'll see. Um, but yeah, I think that's yeah. pretty much it for the news. Um, taking one last little scroll through here. Yeah, I mean, well, yeah, like again, I've uh, you know, I've, I've definitely been laying off the anime news because I don't want to get spoiled by anything. And like I said, boy, boy in his hair, boy in the hair, and is like really the big thing on my radar. So I'm just ready to, you know, jump into that. So, yeah, absolutely. My brother, that's it. where I'm at. He enjoyed it, and um, yeah, I'm just excited. Oh, yeah, definitely going to get that taken care of this week. Um, oh, yeah. But yeah, man, I think it's time that we dive in. Oh, wait. Oh, wait. 
Grissom. I'm putting the cart before the horse. I'm well, hold on there. <laughs> fucking slide out of the saddle there, Buster. <laughs> yeah, let me let me slow down. I, I called you Buster. I had to use another old person saying. Yeah. My God. I know. My I'm, God. I'm just trying to get to the to the good stuff, and I'm so, skipping over the good stuff. So, Chris, you're skipping you're skipping over the great stuff. Exactly. Yeah, it's not just My showing God. here. There's some well, suds we got to talk about. Jesus, not on your watch, apparently. But uh, so, Cody, with that being said, you know, since you're so anxious to to get to the uh, to to get, you know harvest them crops, let's uh, you know, let's find out, Cody. I need, I need, I think the people at home need to know what are you so eager not to drink? Oh, that was pretty good, Jack. That wasn't bad. Yeah, not bad. Yeah. Chris, uh, 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 not a frequent flyer anymore. We used to drink these things week in oh. and week out here. Um, but I'm doing a nice truly lemonade, Chris, for the throwbacks. Um, mm. You know, I mean, what do I got to say that hasn't already been said about these things? They're just fantastic. Um, yes. Kind of, kind of went away from them for a little while there. Um, mm-hmm. But you know, I, it, it's a familiar face at the at the old Quick Trip gas station. So. You know? Indeed, I'm always down for some smiling faces, friendly places, sir. That's what I'm saying. Ooh, and that's refreshing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Unlike a long day at work and then coming home and cracking a cold one. You love that. But yeah, I'm, I'm not- like dealing with a bunch of goddamn magic nerds and then coming home and cracking a cold one. There's nothing better, man. I couldn't wait to get home. Um, but now here we are. Um, but yeah, that's what I'm sipping on, Chris. Just a nice, truly original lemonade. Um, what about you, man? What are you drinking this evening? Well, you know, I said I was going to do it, and Cody, I'm doing it. Um, you know, I'm laying. Well, it's I am, stout season. Is it stout season? It's it is it is stout season, sir. So I've already cracked it. I, I it was a bottle. I got some uh, old Rasputin from our friends at North Coast Brewing. Um, I've already got it sitting in the snifter, letting it letting it get nice and um. What am I trying to say? Letting it just breathe, I guess. And, I'm, I'm trying to figure out what that word was you just said. The snifter. The snifter, yeah. So a lot of times, you know, I drink beer sometimes out of stemmed glassware, which for some beers, that's what you want to serve it in. It's not it's not always pint glasses and sunshine around here, brother. Hmm. Okay. Um, I'm dr- okay. But I'm drinking Old Rasputin <laughs> from North Coast Brewery. It is their Russian Imperial Stout. Um, and I know it's been a long time since I've covered what that means. All you know, it, the name is derived just from the days of you know trade with the Russian Imperial Court. Uh, Russian, uh, the old Russian court was very much a fan of the Baltic Porter style. But the problem was, whenever they would try to ship the beer up through like the Baltic seas, the temperatures were so harsh and so cold that the beer would be freezing um, by the time it got there. So basically all an imperial stout is is a higher gravity higher alcohol content obviously alcohol does not freeze so the but the higher alcohol content the higher gravity that prevented the beer from freezing so when it got to the russian imperial courts you had this really massive high alcohol you know typically between nine and eleven percent maybe seven on the low end um, but you're going to find most nowadays, most Imperial Stouts kind of clock in at like the 10 and a half percent ABV. And this one, Cody, it's got everything I want. Oh, yeah. Nice, mm, that, nice that, dark that, roasted malts. I was going to say heavy, that, like, that was a swig pause. I could tell. <laughs> yeah. Heavy, like, like just like big roasted chocolate malt. Um, 
kind of a almost a roasty bitterness that almost that can almost come across like coffee but it's more of a it's just more of a hot bitterness um great once it starts to warm up get to about room temp and it just warms you to the core Cody. you just you feel it going down we love we, yum a dum dum we love that chris and we love a beer lesson it's been a while since we had a nice a nice beer lesson yeah so. I, i'm definitely trying to get back into that i'm trying to get back to that i've uh you know i've 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 been drinking too much 38 stubbies, but you know, Cody, like, like I've been saying, man, it's just been, it's just been busy season, dude. I have just been nonstop. Go, 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 go. So like, I, I haven't had the chance to really stop and smell the roses and I'm, I, I'm going to be doing that. So I hear here we are. I hear you there, brother. I've been nothing but natty lights and that's right. <laughs> nothing but natty, baby. Yeah, but now you know now I get to enjoy a nice truly you're enjoying a nice stout some of our our seasonal favorites you know thankfully this is not the holiday party pack um oh the oh. sweater pack with fucking cranberry pine tree or whatever the fuck <laughs> yeah. it's called we never need those to come back for <laughs> no those, never again those never are, again those will, never again um yeah Chris with our with our beer with our brews out of the way let's um let's move on to some uh oh, yeah. Yeah, let's grab our fucking suspenders and straw hats and John Deere tractors and uh let's uh let's hop onto the uh top onto the old farm here, Cody. Um, but not quite yet. It takes a little bit to get there because um we're kind of brought right into you know what you would expect from a anime based on Vikings. We're come we're right in the middle of a of a fucking raid, Cody. Yeah, we meet we start off with a new character, Chris. This is Anar. Um Anar, yeah. And his name doesn't so start with those, Thor. So that's nice. Yeah, which which is very refreshing for uh you know for this series right now. Because boy, we meet Thor Kill, Thor Gill, Thora. Dude, I swear to god, I was it's it might be my biggest gripe about the show is every character has the same four letters to start the name. Um <laughs> But yeah, um we we meet Anar, he is living there with his sister and his mother um they, they, it seems like they live just a very peaceful life um but as as we're we're like you said chris this is a viking show um, immediately they, their town gets attacked um mama dukes mm-hmm. tries to stay behind and let the kids escape the kids obviously okay. see, see their mom get shot by an arrow they're like oh no you gotta go back check on her um and then um yeah, Anar, our boy, he gets shit beat out of him trying to trying to stop these soldiers. He sure does. Um, he sure does. His sister gets cut down in the process, and he yeah. gets um, taken to Denmark um, to be sold as slaves. Um, yeah, all is not right in Denmark, sir. No, it is not. And so, uh, and we get to see kind of like the process of him, like as a slave, he like tries to escape once, mm-hmm. immediately recaptured and beaten. Um, and then kind of just he's basically just throwing in the towel on life um and eventually gets sold to uh, the gentleman named kettle uh he's like, yep the one thing we do see here um pretty early on cody we um when he's uh when he's pretty much on the auction block trying to be sold we do get to see a familiar face oh yeah we get to see our We're- boy leaf erickson man yeah, our old man Leaf. Yeah, that's exactly who we see because he, um, you know, he is still clearly looking for someone, and he makes it pretty clear that 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 someone he is looking for 
is our old pal Thorfinn. But uh, alas, there is no Thorfinn to be found here on the auction block. Yeah, and so our our boy Einar gets purchased by Kettle. Kettle is a major landowner. Yeah. <clears throat> and Chris, you know, to the surprise of, I would say any any slave that would show up to this place, um, Kettle's like, hey, you're gonna be friends with this guy, my other slave, and you guys can work for your uh, for your freedom, basically. And yeah, we're... of course, Chris, we get introduced to the other slave, and it is none other than our boy Thorfinn. By God, that's Thorfinn's music. And that's kind of where like the first episode ends. And Cody pretty much like not to not to gloss over anything, but this is what we're kind of staring at for the first 12 episodes. Um, at least th- this is half of it. Because on this half, you know, we're really catching up to an otherwise pretty broken Thorfinn. He um as you know, he's very quiet and stoic when we meet him, but he is very much haunted by his past. Because, I mean, Cody, let's be honest, like while we always watched him, you know, let's just say after season one, he, you know, he has not had the best childhood, right? Oh, God, no. You know, so, yeah. So he, basically, if he wasn't getting his ass beat by Ascalad, he was killing, like he was just pillaging killing, doing whatever it is he had to do to survive and get back to trying to kill Ascalad. And not to mention his his father getting killed mm -hmm. right in front of him, like Yes, which started this whole thing off. And you know, he's haunted by this. Like we many times we see him sleeping in the middle of the night and he is just screaming like night terrors. Um so it's you know he clearly is not right in the head after everything. And he's, I guess he, it just seems like he's just trying to find some kind of peace. Right. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And basically, you know, Anar starts to pick up on, you know, Thorfinn's behavior and basically what they're doing while, you know, in between during the day, they're chopping trees. They're planting. Um, I mean, you got the beer burps already. Oh, that's all right. It they're, happens. They're planting fields for wheat. Um, mm-hmm. all kinds of hard work. So, poor poor boy Thorfinn, man. He he just works all day and then goes home and has these terrible dreams of of his yeah, of his past by, haunting him. <laughs> man, just can't by home, you mean he literally just fucking he just lays on a pile of hay and just screams all night. But yeah, yeah, man, man but, is going through it. <laughs> Yeah, and the other the, kind of the big moment here we we get with him in the first half, and we can kind of talk because really only two storylines are happening in this first half, and that is, um, you know, obviously what's going on with Thor and what's going on with Gnut. But we'll we'll get to Gnut in a second. That's probably the best way to talk about these twelve episodes. Um, one of the big, like the first big moment we have here with Thorfinn, and it kind of really defines what he's doing for these first twelve episodes is. We're 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 introduced to well both of Kettle's kids, um, Thorgil and Omar. Um, Thorgil, you know, he's got Thor in his name, which means he is just an unstoppable fuck machine, which <laughs> is very very true. This this dude is just an ungodly ass beater, um, and we have a big moment with him where like these kids are stealing, and Thorgil's like, well, let's just chop their their arms off. 
<laughs> and and Kettle's like, oh my god, my son is evil. And like he's like legit scared of his son. Yeah, meanwhile um, meanwhile he also has Olimar or Omar. Who's kind of mm-hmm. like I don't know. He, a he, bitch. He's just this little he's a fucking, fucking weasel bitch. bitch, yeah. He he acts like a total dickhead to uh, the Thorfinn and Anar, and of course they're slaves, but this dude's just a little rat. Um, spoiled. Yeah. Like, I don't, I just can't stand him. Um, we also get a moment, like, I think you were kind of leaning towards this, Chris, where mm-hmm. uh, Anar kind of lashes out at him, and Thorfinn offers to, like, basically, like, take the, the punishment for him. Yeah, because, cause like, well, because, like, the whole thing, no, the whole thing was... They he go Omar goes out drinking with his bodyguards and he's he's the Omar's like I'm a warrior I've got I, you know he 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 has he he thinks he's he's hot shit but he's really not and his like bodyguards kind of beat him down and they're like you know w- there's only one way to make you a man we're gonna need you to kill somebody oh that's right that's right yep and so and he's like I know and the bodyguards like I know just the people and of course he's referring to Anar and Thorfinn. Well, they show up and start, you know, bullying these guys, and Anar's like, you know, Anar's kind of freaking out, but Thorfinn's just like, like standing there and just takes everything from Omar, which is all bitch stuff. Like it, no, not from Omar. He takes it from the uh, from the first bodyguard. I forget what his name is. Yeah, the other guy with like a ponytail. Whatever his name is, is. Like, his name is like Green Green or something like whatever. But uh, like, and the whole thing is. He keeps saying that it's all, you know, you're afraid. It's all about making the other person afraid. And everything he's doing, like, Thorfinn just takes it. He takes all the slashes, gets half his fucking ear cut off. He just takes it while Anar's like, what the fuck, dude? Like, stop. You know, like, he's really, like, you know, like begging and pleading. Um, and this whole thing gets broken up by... I can't, I can't remember this guy's name. The guy who comes in and just cold cocks the shit. Out believe, of the bodyguard, I believe that's Snake. Snake is his Snake. Name. Okay, yeah. it's like because Snake is uh, this guy's this guy's really really intelligent. Um, and he he catches like he knows something about Thorfinn, like he sees it in his eyes. Um, and obviously he he fucking knocks old knocks old boy's teeth out. The bodyguard just just smushes his fucking face in with just one punch. It's so great. Um, but then like. He goes, I can't remember what the exact details are, but he like goes after Thorfinn and like gets like a, a reaction, like a physical like reaction out of Thorfinn. Though he's because he's aware that Thorfinn is not like he's just not some ordinary slave. Like he knows he's seen some shit. Oh, yeah, he can tell just by the look in his eyes. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, Snake goes to attack Thorfinn and Thorfinn like defends himself, which kind of kind of reveals to. The Thorfinn and Snake, that, that you know, he's not just... It, it kind of reveals that he has this will to live, right? Um, yeah. And then um, he takes him to Pater, who is like... I, I can't remember if Pater was... I think Pater was a former slave that still works for mm-hmm. Kettle now. Uh, he kind of, you know, treats Thorfinn's wounds. And Pater, from this point forward, kind of looks after them. Like, not in like a... Not in like a bodyguard standpoint, but just kind of like keeps an eye on him, basically. Um, yeah. Yeah, and then but, obviously this this causes Anar to to question like Thorfinn's past and like what's gone on, and Thorfinn kind of like I, I think he has another dream that night, and then he like 
That's the bad one. That's the real bad one. And that's when he kind of reveals, you know, he kind of spills the beans on his backstory to... Yeah, which Aener. ultimately, um, like, you find out that, like, Thorfinn, I believe he, like, killed some of Anar's family? I don't know if he did. I think it's, like... Just saying that, like, kind of colloquially, like, I've killed people like your family. Yeah, I think some of the dreams kind of cause you to think that, because, like, I mean, he basically, I mean, it, he's killed a lot of families. He's he's done a lot of bad things, um, kind of against his will for most of it. Um, yep. and, he, and he tells Anar, he's like, look, I've I've done these horrible things, like, to people just like you, like... No, absolutely. And it's, uh, I mean, and that that's ultimately the, the long and short of it. Now, we do have a moment, uh, kind of the last big moment we have from the, uh, the Thorfinn side of the story is that they, this is where they get jumped by, like, some random, random-ass people. And, like, Anar uh, fights back, and but, like, Thorfinn refuses to fight. But he does, like, pick up his dagger. And then we have this really crazy, like, Valhalla dream sequence where, you know, he he's visited by his father. And his father's, like, disappointed in him for, you know, you picked up your dagger again. You, you are not to choose violence. I've told you not to choose violence over and over again. And the reason that's important, and Cody, my first big takeaway from this first half with Thorfinn was that... He has become so much like his father. Like he wants to leave all of that shit in the past. Cause I I'm very certain that Thor's was probably haunted by all the shit he did in the past too. Right. Which is ultimately what caused him to kind of go his own way and like effectively fake his own death. Right. Yeah. But like, so, you know, he's first visited with his father. Then he kind of gets like sucked down into like Valhalla where he's visited by, you know, the, the fucking ghost of Christmas present, which in this <laughs> case is Ashkelad. Yeah, boy, Ashkelad uh, gets an appearance here. Yeah, and we get a nice little conversation where he's just kind of doing the same shit. And he, he, he basically looks at Thorfinn and tells him that, you know, you're just, you know, I look at you and I see you're just hollow inside. You're a shell of what you used to be. Um, and then I forget he says something that like causes him to like he gets down there and I guess like gets down there and just starts killing all like, all these all these zombie Vikings are just down there like in Valhalla or hell wherever the hell he's at just fighting each other and of course Asklad goes down there and starts doing the damn thing but ultimately Thorfinn makes the choice to from here on out is renouncing violence he will never fight again which I don't think is going to last for long. But uh, yeah, when when he kind of comes to, I can't remember up? what I can't remember what Askeladd says to him. It's like, um, he says something like semi-inspiring, and that causes Thorfinn to like climb mm-hmm. out of that hell that he was in with like the bodies of all the people that he had murdered, like holding on to his feet. It's like very like symbolic. Um, but of course, this is all happening in like this this crazy like nightmarish dream. Um, yeah. but when he, when he eventually comes to, it seems like he is, you know, kind of, he, he, like you said, he's trying to put the, the past behind him and kind of live like a, uh, a plain old life, you know, that, and these last, like, I think it's like the first six episodes. I mean, they've been planting wheats and they've been chopping down, you know, 
thousands of trees and all this stuff. So, you know, he's definitely like trying to become a changed man. Yep, and while he's unconscious, I guess they, uh, they, you know, they they shooed the bandits off. You know, Anar took some licks, Thorfinn took some licks, but ultimately they won the day. And from here on out until you know the end of these twelve episodes, they're just gonna live their life and farm, and they they cut down all the trees they need to for the farmland. And before uh, Kettle is off, he's like, hey, you know. Farming season's coming to an end. I want you guys to know that you have earned your freedom. And before he kettle shows up and tells them that they are having this conversation, like, well, what are we going to do with this freedom? Like Thorfinn, are you going to go back to Iceland or Greenland? Um, And like Thorfinn just doesn't know, like both of these guys don't know what they're going to do because Anar's family's dead. Thorfinn has been so he's, he's, that's not home for him anymore effectively. Right. So we don't really know what they're going to do. Um, and that's when Kettle shows up because he's leaving to head to Denmark to go visit not King Swain and not um, not um oh it's King uh, starts with an H King yeah it's it's King uh Harold. it's King uh, yeah. yeah yeah it's, he, he it's what's it, his name's brother yeah he's going it's, to Jelling to visit King Harold who is um, Canute's, Canute's older brother yeah um and Kettle also offers them like hey if you guys just you know want to work as farmhands. Yeah, you can stick around and work as a farmhand if you want. Yeah, and this is kind of where we'll, you know, we'll put a pin in in uh, Thorfinn and Einar's story because Chris, it's time to tell the other half of the story because you know I think it's like three episodes in we get to see our boy Canute who is uh, yeah, which so we have Thorfinn now. who's yeah Thorfinn has settled down and has renounced violence while Canute has fucking he has grown a pair. And he has got hair in funny places at this point because he is a, he's kind of turned into, you know, he's not a, he's not a, just a bitch anymore. He is, he's conquered England. He is now over in Denmark because his older brother has fallen ill. Um, which I was a little confused at this part, Cody. They made it seem like he poisoned his brother. Yeah. Yeah, he did. Okay. It w- it was gotcha. I I was confused at first too because like you see him like I can't remember who it is. Because like his guy. his brother in the bed like turns into Swain and I'm like okay wait a minute. Yeah it it well at first I didn't know they were brothers because like when we first see Canute mm-hmm. <clears throat> maybe not when we first see Canute because we see Canute and we see like Thorkill and like their army marching and they they then the the narrator kind of takes over and he's like yeah. He, he became the king of Denmark after King Swain, and then, or was he the king? He became the king of England, and yes. Harold is the king of Denmark right now. I think mm-hmm. I might be getting yep. those mixed up, but regardless, no, no, you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. But we see like there, there's some guy. Then they're like, "Oh, what can you offer the king?" Uh, obviously, talking about Canute, he's like, "Well, he's not my king, but I have this three thousand dollars worth of whatever," and they're like, mm-hmm. "That won't do it." And Canute's like, and I'm your king, and we're going to have you poison the other king, which at this point, I guess I I didn't think about that that was his brother. And I believe he had that guy poison his brother, I believe is how it goes. Yep. So that dude was like... Which has caused him... Yeah. Mm-hmm. And now his brother's sick, so now everybody's kind of making their way to gelling, where his brother's basically bedridden. Um, Kettle, uh, orphan slave owner, is... He d- he doesn't know this. He he makes this 
annual trip to go visit King Harold, just to kind of stay in his good graces, all this jazz. Brings like three boats worth of stuff to him. Um, now, uh, you know, on, on the same, uh, uh, what's the guy, Thorgil, so Kettle's oldest son, Thorgil also is one of Canute's like guardsmen, like he's one of his main he's army one of people. His- whatever they're called like his like i guess it's like his personal guard yeah so he he's part of of that so that basically everybody goes to jailing um and we get to see because once uh because once kettle arrives he's like oh king harold's dead what okay. what happened yeah we get to see canute visit harold and i mean he is harold is barely even recognizable like the dude look, just looks yeah. terrible um and it's just it's crazy to think that he was poisoned by his own brother. Um so you know, like you said, our boy Canute has uh he's definitely uh grown up and he's became a little yeah. fucking jackass, I'd say. Yeah, and, <laughs> and the shadiness doesn't stop here because like his whole his whole plan at this point, he's already the king of England. He now wants to become the king of Denmark and just kind of conquer the world. Um the big thing here is like I said, uh Kettle's there. He brought all these gifts for King Harold. But he's like, well, he asks uh, Thor, uh, Thorgil if he can get him audience with, well, well, I mean, you're part of the thing. Can you get me an audience with Canute so I can give him this offering, you know, you know, condolences and this offering or whatever? Well, they're granted audience. Um, and old fucking Omar makes an ass of himself. Well, no, I, I, I skipped a major part here because before that happens, uh, you know, Omar's kind of disappeared while uh, Thorgil's talking to Kettle, his father. And he's like, I'm sure he's off in fucking town square bumping into somebody and causing problems, which is exactly what's happening with some like blonde haired kid who's like a rug merchant or whatever. Well, Kettle shows up in time to like stop it and, you know, tell him to, you know, tell Omar to act, you know, act the fuck like a fucking adult. But we find out the person that this uh, and he, he all he pays the merchant who he ends up overpaying the merchant for the rugs. Then we hear somebody call off in the distance, say, Hey, make sure you give that nice man his change back. And Cody, the person who is the, the father of this rug merchant is our old boy, Leif Erickson. He's back once again. Hinga dinga Durgan. That's right. Hinga dinga Durgan. He's back. Our boy, Leif Erickson. Yeah. And Chris, who is this kid? That's the rug merchant. Oh, it's our, uh, that's Thorfinn. <laughs> oh my God. It's, uh, it is, uh, well, it's not Thorfinn. the Thorfinn, but it's like a Thorfinn, yeah. I guess. Thorfinn number two, which they kind of sit down and have a have a meal together, and mm-hmm. Leaf basically mentions that he's looking for the you know the slave that's got blonde hair and he's short and blah. I mean, he's his looking, name is Thorfinn, and he's looking for the real Thorfinn. Um, yeah, and, and Kettle's like, well, that's funny because I have a. I have a slave named Thorfinn. Who looks He's exactly like, like that. that exactly. And, uh, you know, I hate to use that word because I don't want it to make it, you know, make it sound like it's as bad as it is. But. I, I would say being a, a like kettle slaves have it pretty good, I would say. You know, compared, yeah, yeah, compared they're, to what they're we've seen living in the, the good life. Yeah. Um, oh, absolutely. But yeah, so obviously there's, you know. Now, obviously, Leaf Leaf is focused on getting to to Kettle's farm, um, mm-hmm. and all this stuff. But of course, Chris, then then you know we did kind of jump ahead there. But yeah, then we get the the meeting with the with the king with Canute. Um, that's where Olmar kind of acts a fucking fool again in front of the king. Yeah, 
like draws his sword and everything. It's like, brother, you are going to get yourself killed out here. Like, what are you doing? I'm going to get killed in these streets, fool. Yeah. And that's, I mean, it's not what happens, but it's, uh, it is definitely the beginning of the plot that Canute has, because one of the things that's happening behind closed doors is, you know, he, not only is Canute trying to take over Denmark, but like, He's gonna to raise money. He's gonna have to start raising taxes. Where his advisors kind of like, brother, I don't know if that's a good idea because you know the people of Denmark don't recognize you yet. You know, there's like a lot of a lot of little things that he's got to tread carefully. But um, you know, one of the he realizes with the quality of crops and the you know just what am I trying to say? Like, there's something good going on with kettle. So the idea, at least the vibe I got, that he's trying to go take Kettle's farmland, and what not, what not, not excommunicate. That's not the word I'm looking for. He specifically says, um, he wants to do something to Kettle. I, the excommunicate is what happens in my head. But that's not what the case is. But he's the point is he's created this really large plot to because Omar wants to join the army. He can't cut a fucking pig in half with his sword, um, because he's just a sh- he's just he's a fucking bitch. He 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 he's all show and no go. Yeah. Um, so they come up with a plot to basically kill Omar, arrest Kettle, and basically take his land that way. Yep. That's what they're trying to do, but it doesn't quite work out that way because there's somebody who is like. You know, well, somebody allows Omar to win the fight because Omar, you know, is he's getting drunk because he's being laughed at. The 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 messengers come and basically make fun of him and disrespect him that he didn't get into the army because he sucks. Well, Omar's like, well, you've disrespected me, and he's like drunk and shaking and crying lately. You know, let's fight. Well, he can't fucking fight, so he's going one on one with this king's guard, getting beat down. And our boy, uh, our boy Thorgil shows up, like kind of tells him, he's like, you know, Omar, get on your feet and go kill this man. You have two options today. You're going to become a man and kill this guy, or you're going to die. Which one is it going to be? Yeah, you want beef or you want chicken? And, <laughs> exactly. And while that's going on, there's somebody, this, the same person who got the messengers all riled up is in the crowd. And Omar, after the big pep talk from uh, from Thorgo, Omar charges this guy. And the guy's like, well, all right, well, fuck it. He gets into his defensive stance. But as he gets into his stance, this guy like flicks a coin from the side of the crowd and like gets him, gets the guard right in the eye. And Omar just runs it right through his fucking neck. Just, just kills him. Yeah, and to Omar's surprise, like, he's like, he's killed this man. He's like, wait a minute, I, I won this fight? And then, of course, then all of the Knut's, other goons jump yeah, in. All of Knut's men then, like, are like, oh, yo, what the fuck? Hold on now. Um, and this well, is where. Well, <laughs> you fucking hear the glass shatter and fucking Stone Cold Steve Austin comes down the rap because, <laughs> brother, Thorgill just beats, gets in them guts. Yeah, not even beats, Chris. He's slaughtered. I mean, slaughtered, like, literally chopping them into pieces. Like, and, yeah. And this, of course, this anime is very, you know, bloody. They don't pull, <laughs> they don't, they don't censor anything. I mean, there is people getting no. chopped in half. I mean, mm-hmm. horizontal, hamburger style, hot dog style. I mean, they were getting cut in oh, half man. all the different ways. <laughs> um, Brother. Yeah, Thorgill is, oh. is maybe the, the new goat. 
when it comes to Vinland Saga. This guy is just fucking insane. Uh, <laughs> just a just an ungodly ass beater. So they kill they kill all the fucking guards, and then after that, oh wait, no, the, he, he keeps one alive, so he can. That's right to get he, to get info because yeah. Thorgil knows what's up. He saw. He's like, why did y'all let him win this fight? Like he knows something's up. Yeah, and they basically said like, so that Kettle could be arrested and have to forfeit his land, mm-hmm. blah 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 to to King Canute. Um, and so now, now they know they're fugitives. So Kettle, Thorgil, and Kettle did nothing wrong. Kettle's just been like, yep, the the best citizen ever. Like, just brought you. He's just like, what are y'all doing? Like, he's just like, he's really at the victim of his sons here. Or just, it's so, it's so unfortunate. And then, we, of course, we get to we shift gears and we see our boy Leaf on his way to Kettle's farm, obviously to catch up with mm-hmm. Thorfinn. And he's like, hey, you guys can come out now. And he's hid Kettle, Thorgil, and Olmar in. And some barrels on his boat. Um, yeah, that's right, because more guards show up to try to arrest them, and Thorgil just, that's right, because Thorgil just kills them all again. And that was, that's their big plan to get away. Yeah. And so now they're they're on their way to, to Thorfinn. Um, meanwhile, Canute, mm-hmm. he, he's preparing his armies to, to go to Kettle's farm. Um, mm-hmm. And he's got, according to the wiki page here, it says he's got a, over 100 men, including Floki's Jom, yep. Joms Vikings? I don't know. The, the, the Joms Vikings, yeah. Those are the ones that came to the same group of Vikings that went to visit um, that went to visit Thors in episode one of season one. Okay, okay, interesting. I didn't I didn't catch on that part at the end. Um, so, the thing I'm hoping happens here, Cody, is that, um, is that Thorfinn gets his hands on Floki and that's where he renounces his violence. Yeah, because Floki was the one that Sent Askeladd. He's the one who, or, yes. Yeah, he hired Askeladd. To that's right. He hired Askeladd, yeah. God, it's been yep, so he, long he, since then. I know. <laughs> he hired Askeladd to kill Thors and kind of forced Thors to go visit King Swain. That's right. Okay. Okay. Might have, I, dude, I might just honestly rewatch season one when this is all said and done, just so yep. I get like a, a fresher perspective, because I kind of forgot about Floki even hiring Askeladd. Mm-hmm. I mean that's been been a while since we covered Vinland Saga, so um, it, I'll probably just watch a recap video to be honest. Um, yeah, it definitely it, it, episode twelve is definitely a good cutoff point here. I know we get a new intro, a new outro on this next section of episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, I've got a lot of questions here. You know, um, who is this hooded man that you know was getting the messengers all riled up and got you know and flick a coin into somebody's eye? We got to figure out who that person is. Um, and yeah, it's... will least finally will least finally see Thor uh, Thorfinn, or will they or they just never see each other? How many more people is Thorgil gonna kill? That's what that's that's what I want to know. That's the burning question in my mind. Is yeah, how many more just bodies is Thorgil just gonna fucking rack up? Chris, I hope when this show is all said and done, and we get like the Thor tournament, it's it's not like oh my god. <laughs> It's not like the Demon World Tournament. It's just anybody with the the first four letters T H O R, you're in. That's right. <laughs> Fight to the you're death. You're in. <laughs> That's the best. The actual best. Um, but yeah, uh, definitely a, a a bit of a slower paced season as far as you know action wise. Um, mm-hmm. but definitely rich in story. Um, and yeah, just just a solid. You know, I I think I'm gonna keep. I'm gonna look at our rankings real quick. I think I'm gonna keep Vinland Saga right where it is for now. 
Um, mm-hmm. Kind of see how next week plays out. Um, yeah, same, same. I don't want to move it up in, at the midway point. Right now I have Vinland Saga as my number 12. Um, mm-hmm. I forget where it's at on my list. It's like my 12 or 13. For you, it is your number 10. So That's you know, perfect. Right on the outside of the top 10 looking in. Um, I haven't updated our numbers, so you have like three number twos and I have a bunch of number nines. So. Uh-huh. I'll get those updated next Classic. week. That way we can uh, have a proper list here. Um, but yeah, I'm Indeed. definitely going to wait until next week to adjust the ranking, see if it moves up, see if it moves down. Um, mm-hmm. From what I've seen so far this season, I think it can only move up, even with it being a little bit more slower pace, which I was kind of, I had kind of complained mm-hmm. about earlier in the week. Um, but I think having some time to think about it, like it actually told like a pretty solid story, and it, it wasn't like I didn't want to watch the show. Um, and yeah, and then obviously it definitely picked up towards the end there. And now, now things are coming to a head, and we're probably going to get some more, uh, some more action, I would say, um, going into this the second half. But Chris, that's that's it. That is the first twelve episodes of season two done. Um, any any closing thoughts before we uh, before we sign off here? No, nah, man, I am ready to just uh, I'm ready to just dive back in and see how this uh, how the second half lands. Um, I really love that we just kind of caught up with a broken character that we really got to know in season one, and I really really hope it ends up okay for him because there's a lot there's a lot that shows that it will not. But I'm really really hoping that he finds himself in a pretty good spot after all this. So That's we'll it. see. We'll see where it all ends up. At the very least, it seems like he he has that drive. He wants to live. He doesn't want to die. Um, yes. And so you know, we'll just have to see how things play out. Um, I did catch a snippet of the in, the new the next intro. Excuse me. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a bop. It's a bop, Chris. I can I can say. Hell yeah. It, I mean, it's no it's no first intro, but I mean. <laughs> But what is right? I mean, there's nothing. Yeah, that's that's it's tough to compete with. That's a that's a shonen. It's a certified hood classic. So um, that is it is a it is it is a, I play that shit. It's on like every like music playlist that I have. Yeah, as it should be. Um, but mm-hmm. yeah, that is gonna do it for us this week, guys, on Shonen and Suds. Um, once again, next week it will either be the second half of Vinland Saga, season two, or it will be the Boy and the Heron. Either way, watch both. That way you're not missing out, and you get to watch great anime. So It's a win-win, no matter how you slice it. A fucking win-win, exactly. Um, but yeah, guys, I am Cody Snodgrass. And I am Chris Adams, and as always, thanks for listening. <laughs>